I think the biggest misconception is like, I will be confident when like, it's like having a confidence finish line, um, instead of realizing that confidence is part of the process, not an end result. Oh, if I can just push through this physical process of like working out and eating better. And even if I hate myself during this process, the result is going to make me confident. But I, I've probably said this 500 times on this podcast, but you cannot get a positive result from a negative process. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, health and fitness influencer, coach, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to become their very best selves. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life that you love right now. We're talking all things personal development, including health, fitness, confidence, relationships, and so much more. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to episode number 78 of the Grind and Be Grateful podcast, and today we have a Q&A all about wellness and your 2020 glow up. You guys know I believe that the three core pillars of wellness and becoming our best selves are movement, nutrition, and mindset, so those are the three things that we will be answering your most frequently asked questions around. That's what we'll be focusing on for this episode. We have our girl, Kelsey, who is not only the manager of of the Grindy Be Grateful podcast, my right-hand podcast gal, but also a support coach inside of Move Nourish Shine. She has a master's in leadership and personal development here on the episode with me, and she's the one that's going to be asking questions. So if you've been in MS or are going to be joining MS, you'll get to know Kelsey and you know how awesome she is. We're going to be chatting about things like my best advice for women who want to get back into or start going to the gym, the three favorite exercises for growing a round and perky booty, the best ways to add structure and strategy into your diet without feeling restricted and still being able to eat your favorite foods, the truth about protein, we'll get nitty gritty up in there, but also things like how to have lasting motivation. What's with this lack of motivation? Why is that such a big struggle for us? Um, As well as what you can expect when you start taking care of yourself and the results that the women I work with have when they start eating eating well and moving their bodies and working on their mindsets, what is possible for you when you start doing those things as well. So we are going to dive in in just a second. But before we do, I have to let you guys know and remind you that enrollment is ending soon for the January 2020 collective of Move Nourish Shine. We start on Monday, January 20th, and enrollment is going to be closing over the weekend. So if you've been swearing that 2020 is your year, you need to get your application in ASAP. That's at Move nourishshine.com. Click any of the apply now buttons and that will take you to our application. We also just added an extended payment plan that spreads the payments out over four months, making this our most valuable yet most affordable collective yet. And if you're not familiar with the Move Nourish Shine Collective, aka MNS, let me enlighten you quickly. It is my signature eight-week group mentorship program where we give women all of the tools, strategies, support, and community they need to revamp their lives 
from the inside out. And guys, this program was born out of necessity, honestly, and it's the first of its kind. I had been doing the typical fitness challenges for a couple of years where I give women macros and workouts and check in with them. And I realized that only coaching women on fitness and nutrition was leaving so much growth and so much progress on the table that we weren't achieving. And I knew that if we combine the strategy side of fitness and nutrition with the magic of mindset and lifestyle work and confidence, they would get way better results. If we can look at the 360 view of their lives and how they're showing up for themselves, the choices that they're making, the thought patterns that they're experiencing, the limiting beliefs that they have going on, then we can truly unlock their true potential. And I can throw techniques and strategies at you all day. I can give you the perfect plan, but if you are not mentally and emotionally and environmentally ready to implement that plan, like if you're still struggling with self-sabotage and limiting beliefs and self-doubt and habits, those will undermine your efforts. And I can pretty much guarantee that even the perfect plan won't work if those things aren't taken care of. And so that's why Move Nourish Shine works from the inside out. We do have nutrition and training so that you can have a proven fitness plan that works, but we support that with all the inner work that will finally allow you to find balance and success within a fitness framework. So this is for you if you are currently feeling stuck, not just in your fitness journey, but also in your personal growth, and you know that more is possible for you, but you're not entirely sure how to get there, or you know that you're going to need support and accountability along the way. This is for you if you are craving change and evolution, but you're done chasing quick fixes, you're tired of extremes, and you really are looking for something that is sustainable and flexible and is going to move with you through your life. We like to brag a little bit and say that MS is the last fitness thing that you will ever need because we teach you how to do this for life. And the whole point of MNS is to teach you how to craft your dream, perfectly balanced lifestyle in a way that fits you. Like we are all such unique humans and I touch about this in the episode. So nothing in MNS is going to be cookie cutter. We truly teach you and empower you to create a balanced, healthy, feel good lifestyle for yourself and then guide you and support you and give you feedback every single step along the way, all while holding you accountable. So even if you failed, no matter how many times you failed in the past, we ensure that this time is different because our approach is different. The accountability is different. The guidance is different. The community is different. Everything is engineered to help you be as successful as possible. And again, we start on January 20th, um, but spots are filling up fast. So if you are ready to take ownership of your wellness journey and growth as a human and continue learning, head on over to movenourishshine.com right now to submit your application or learn more about how MNS works. Our website has tons of info about what's included, um, how it works, testimonials, all of that good stuff. And again, that's movenourishshine.com. Enrollment is closing this weekend. So if you are a last minute Linda, it's a last minute girl. It's time to take action and make those dreams a reality. And I cannot wait to help you create your 2020 glow up. We're just going to jump right into it, but quick preface. These will be questions themed around the three pillars of your 
best life, basically. Movement, nutrition, and mindset, aka the three things that we cover and do deep work on inside of our group mentorship program, the Move Nourish Shine Collective. You guys might not know this, but Kelsey is actually one of the support coaches inside of MNS. We have both a fitness coach and a leadership and personal development coach, which is Kelsey. Kelsey, you have your master's in that. And um, yeah, so it's really awesome to have three women who know their shit cheering you on, mentoring you, and basically lighting the way for you to glow up in 2020. So if you haven't applied it for Move Nourish Shine yet, this is essentially the last boarding call. If you are yeah, a, uh, yeah, if you're a last minute Linda, this is the last minute because we start on Monday and we are moving quickly with applications. So if you have been wanting to apply, have been thinking about it submit an application and we'll chat and we'll go over things um and yeah it's now or never to do or die now or never baby yep all right let's jump in kels okay so i'm gonna start things off by honestly just asking you a quick fun little q a's and then we'll get into the real good stuff but i want to know you've been on the disney plus train since the beginning oh yeah in the oh, beginning, yeah. I, when we were in middle school and actually watched real Disney. <laughs> yes. But I want to know what some of your favorite shows have been on Disney Plus lately. Okay. Hmm. Um, the other night, Andrew and I watched the new live action Aladdin, and that was honestly pretty disappointing. Like, I don't regret oh. watching it. It's like not the best. Um, but. I love watching Lizzie McGuire like kind of passively. So while I'm like doing dishes yeah. or like cleaning the house or something, Lizzie McGuire on in the background is just a beautiful experience. And then of course, not on Disney plus, but on Netflix, I'm all caught up on you because like, how could you not be? Oh and um, I just have so many questions about season three, which isn't coming out until 2021. Okay. More importantly, are you a soft pillow or firm pillow kind of gal? Mm, it needs to be soft, but have enough substance that when I like smush it together, it becomes a firm pillow, if that makes sense. Because I sense. sleep on my side, on my stomach and on my back. Like I just am, you know, I'm, I'm a woman of many talents, so <laughs> I need my pillow to be flexible. Also, I saw an infographic yesterday that recommended if you're a stomach sleeper you shouldn't even use a pillow and I'm like not here yeah. for that not yeah. here for that <laughs> I guess it makes sense because you think about like hyperextending your you know yeah for sure like, I mean it makes sense for neck alignment but like nah <laughs> okay tell me about the puppies we want a pup date um they're the best honestly yesterday they were driving me crazy but overall my dogs are the best sunny is napping next to me right now she's a very chill very well behaved little puppy and she's already so so big she's only four months old i want to say she's like 17 weeks ish and she's such a big girl and such a grown-up she can officially jump on our bed, which is like really exciting. She's a fantastic puppy, and I can attest to that. Because- yeah, and Ollie's the same. He's fine. <laughs> he's such a like brat, but we love him, and you know he's a fighter, so yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Okay. Last little preview to our real Q and A. Can you give everyone a little house status of what's underway right now? How everything's going? 
Oh my gosh, yeah. So if you guys didn't know, we are in the process of buying our first house, um, and it has been a wild ride. As someone who's self-employed, buying a house is a fiasco and a half. Like they make you jump through five million fiery hoops <laughs> in order to prove that like you can afford this house, um, and that's just like across the board anyone who's self-employed knows and yeah our house is like almost done we went under contract when it wasn't done yet like it really had only gotten the drywall up and all we had was like the floor plan um but it's almost done this week they're like doing the yard and finishing touches and like finishing all the plumbing and stuff so we're hoping to close next week which is really exciting yay yeah yeah and our final walkthrough is this friday so it's very possible that i could get a house for my birthday which is on next thursday the 23rd yeah happy almost birthday thanks i'm gonna be 25 that's crazy yep yep okay so now diving in this is the time of post new year's and in our opinion it's the perfect time for a little bit of wellness q a everyone is sworn yeah. 2020 is going to be their year we know that how we eat how we move and how we shape our mindset are super important for any type of glow up that is on the horizon and so in the spirit of moon shine starting on monday we thought that we would break this down into three little sections of movement nourishment and mindset aka move nourish shine yeah I like it. Yeah. So Marie, to start off, for those that do have some goals or want to eat healthier in 2020 and they're taking the reins on their nutrition a little more seriously, I want to start with the move pillar and stepping into that. What advice do you have for women who want to get back into or start going to the gym this year in 2020? Yeah. Honestly, I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they want to jump into um, a new lifestyle or wellness routine is they try to go way too hard, way too fast, right? So um, instead of telling yourself, I'm going to do cardio every day and I'm going to go to this class and do this workout and this, 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 and like basically pile on a bunch of like musts on your list, um, honestly, start very simple, start very easy. And if you've been out of the gym for a while, or if you um, aren't experienced in the gym at all, gym intimidation is like such a real thing. I even feel it if I've been out of the gym and I'm just like, it, it doesn't feel natural if you take a break. And yeah. so it's so important to give yourself grace. Go in with a plan is like absolutely huge because no one likes feeling lost, <laughs> like a lost puppy, um, whether you're a pro or a beginner. Um, so go in with a plan, keep it simple. And also I would start like with mostly sticking to um, like dumbbells and free weights instead of trying to like wander around the gym floor and like mm -hmm. figure out what each machine does and how mm -hmm. to adjust it. Like a dumbbell is always a dumbbell no matter where you are. So I would start there. Um, and if you don't already have like a program that you're following, that's going to make it so, so much easier to know that you're a doing enough, b not doing too much, which is also very common and c like making progress in an organized way. Meaning, okay. um, if you have goals to like get stronger, gain muscle, lean out, tighten up, like any of those things require some sort of structure and strategy behind your programming. Mm -hmm. And if you're kind of just going like willy nilly about 
you know, just doing whatever you feel like, you're basically going to sell yourself short with your results because without intention, we're not going to make as fast a progress. So have a plan, start slow and give yourself grace if you are trying to get back into or start going to the gym in the new year. Okay. So with that, I'd say most women that are joining MNS, they do want to feel stronger. They want to feel leaner and they definitely want to feel more at home in their bodies. Yeah. So whether they are a part of the fun or they're being left behind on the runway, how often does everyone MNS or not need to be in the gym to be able to make those changes happen? Like what Mm -hmm. would you say? Yeah. I'm a big fan of daily movement. Um, but that doesn't mean that you need to work out every day. Right. And again, I think a huge mistake is trying to go from like a zero to a hundred real quick. And that's not a good idea because it's not going to be sustainable. We need to build up. Um, and also you're going to be so sore if you go from zero to a hundred with working out. Um, so in MNS, that's why we have a three day gym program, a five day gym program, and then a home program that is anywhere between three and five days a week, depending on what you need. And three days a week, contrary to what a lot of people believe is plenty Mm -hmm. of time to be in the gym. I personally, only work out three days a week. I personally lift weights three days a week and then I ride horses three days a week, which is really good cardio. And then I usually take like a full rest day where I only like go for a walk with my dogs or something. So getting in daily movement, but you only need to really like be in the gym and have a dedicated workout. I would say Mm -hmm. three days a week is a great place to start and something that is very sustainable and doable for most people who are willing to make it a priority. Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three and threes. What would you say if you could give us like three of your favorite exercises for growing a booty? What would they be? Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like this is kind of a thing that I like. I was very obsessed with the <laughs> with like glute mechanics and all of the research that like Brett Contreras was coming out with, and I've gone to his seminars and stuff. Like the booty gains are something that I'm. I'm normally passionate about. Um, and that's something that I always try to build into my programs is because most women, they want like a round perky butt, not necessarily the biggest butt, they, but they want it to be like shapely and firm and they want like it's their waist to be snatched. And so I write all of my programs with that in mind of like what women typically want in terms of like shaping and sculpting their physique. Um, It's not that they're necessarily like workouts for women and workouts for men, but we have different strategies around like what exercises Mm -hmm. you program um, and things like that. But anyway, glute exercises that I think are must for everyone. And if you're doing like a lower body workout, you generally want um, like a hip extension exercise a more knee dominant exercise and I'll explain what that means as well as some sort of like unilateral exercise so for example a hip dominant exercise would be like a hip thrust um, or a Romanian deadlift those two are definite staples in my routine a knee dominant exercise would be something like a squat um, Mm -hmm. which is good for growing the booty but not the best despite what people think and then you're going to want something that is like a single leg or unilateral exercise which is something like a lunge or um, a single leg um, deadlift or something along those lines so that you are Mm -hmm. staying ahead of any imbalances and working on your balance, working on your proprioception, um, things like that. So long story short, I think my three favorite glute exercises are hip thrusts, um, 
Romanian deadlifts, which are both hip dominant exercises. Um, and that's kind mm-hmm. of going to be your, your bread and butter for growing your booty. And then probably, hmm, I love a good um, either abduction machine or banded hip abductions, which is when you are pushing your knees apart. Um, that's mm-hmm. really great for hitting that outer booty and getting that like peachy shape. So that's awesome. Yeah. And if people want more, they can definitely go to your YouTube channel because videos up. I'm curious on all of this. So you guys go over there if you want more because <laughs> there's a lot more out there that Marie's, Marie's brought us. Yeah, we can definitely link the Brett Contreras. I did a video with the glute guy himself and he mm-hmm. t- walked us through exactly how to do hip thrusts. Um, they're not as simple as you think, but they are easy once you get going. So watch that video if you have questions on how to execute. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I want us to jump to the nourish pillar now. And my first question for you is maybe some of the biggest mistakes that you've seen women make when they're trying to upgrade their diets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So similar to what I said about movement, women try to go from zero to a hundred with their nutrition as well. Meaning they're like, okay, I'm going to eat healthy now. I'm going to be good now. And that means to them like cutting out carbs, no sugar, no chocolate, no wine, no going out to eat, like only drinking water and eating chicken and broccoli. And that's like their idea of how they're going to overhaul their nutrition. And that's truly, yeah, it's truly miserable, first of all, and truly a recipe for disaster, like no pun intended. Because if you can't maintain that, it's like whatever results you're going to get are not going to stick. And first of all, like, yes, the physical side of like, you're not going to, you might get temporary results and then you'll go back to the way you were. But also mentally, it's so discouraging and so frustrating to try something and fail at it over and over and over again. Like I would so much rather have you do something that was sustainable and a little bit more slow and flexible and have it take, you know, maybe six months for you to reach whatever your goal is versus you saying, this is what I need to do to reach my goal in a month, but fail over and over again. And in six months, you actually haven't gotten anywhere. So um, that's a really big thing that like I'm constantly preaching to women is like, you don't need to go to extremes. You don't need to cut out carbs. You don't need to cut out chocolate. You don't need to cut out anything completely. It's just about making more intentional and strategic decisions to support the goals that you want. And also having a baseline understanding of nutrition, because when we don't understand something and when we don't know how it works, that's when we're fearful of it, right? Like we're afraid of what we don't know. Um, So if we can kind of shine a light on the basics of nutrition, how, you know, how macros work, not that you necessarily have to track them, but like how they work, what calories you need in order to reach specific goals, what your plate should look like, how alcohol affects you, like just knowing the basic stuff empowers you to make better decisions, but they don't need to be perfect decisions. And I think that women just put way too much pressure on themselves to be perfect in any way really but especially with nutrition like I'm gonna be so good this week I'm gonna eat perfect and then they crack under that pressure once they mess up they're like oh screw it I guess I'll start over on Monday and by the end of the week you have you know maybe like four and a half days where you were at 100% tops, then you hit Friday afternoon and you have two and a half days that you were at 0% and your Mm -hmm. average for the week, I'm not going to do the math right now, Mm -hmm. but the average for the week, I've done it before is like 60%. But if you would have just been trying to live at like 80%, 
every day. Um, You're less stressed, less pressure, and your overall average and overall results are better by not trying to force yourself to be perfect. Okay, so then what are some different ways that we can add structure and strategy into our diets without being in that area where we're like way too restrictive? Yeah, yeah. And this is something I thought about so much when we were creating Move Nourish Shine because everyone is different as far as what's going to feel good to them mentally, what's going to fit into their schedule, what's going to allow them to still enjoy themselves, but give them enough structure so that they're confident that they're making progress, right? Like it's so hard to stick to something if we don't even know that it's working. Like that's so demotivating. Um, so because of that, Move Nourish Shine has three different nutrition approaches to fit depending on what your goals are um, and what kind of balance of structure and freedom feels right to you. So we teach you how to do full on like tracking macros, meaning how to calculate how much protein, carbs and fat you need every day. Um, and then mm-hmm. how to choose foods and meals that will support that. And that's essentially the most efficient way to get to any sort of like physique related goal, because it's very data driven. Then on the other end of the spectrum, we teach mindful eating, which is similar to intuitive eating, but with a bit more um, mindfulness as far as how what you're eating is affecting your body and your goals. Whereas intuitive eating is truly just like listening to your body and whatever it wants. Um, Mm -hmm. Mindful eating takes into account that we are very stressed out humans. Listening to our hunger cues might not always be possible for us. And also that the way that we make nutrition choices does impact the way that our body feels and functions and um, the progress that we're making if we do have certain goals to like lean down, get stronger, whatever that might be. So we teach mindful eating, which is really about um, knowing the portion sizes that you need, how to build a balanced meal, how to tune into those hunger cues, how to gauge your energy and just what your body needs in a more intentional um, and kind of like science-based way. So kind of combining the intuitive piece with the nutritional science piece. And then in the middle, um, we have the flex plan, which kind of combines the two and gives you enough structure so that you know that you're definitely making progress and moving the needle, but enough freedom so that it never feels restrictive um, or kind of like suffocating the way sometimes Mm -hmm. some people really love tracking macros and they really thrive on that. I think it's a really good learning experience for anyone. But long term, some people don't like that much structure, myself included. So the Mm -hmm. flex plan is kind of a good sweet spot in the middle and a lot of people pick that one so those are the three options that we give in move near shine along with um ongoing guidance and check-ins and accountability to help you kind of move within whatever framework you picked because it's really a spectrum and throughout your life you're probably going to be um you know sometimes closer to like the mindful eating sometimes have a little more structure just depending on where your goals and priorities and headspace is at okay so the focus that we put on protein and Mm -hmm. really could you just talk about why it's important and maybe some of the things that you notice the most in MNS women and your clients when it comes to it and just strategies I guess for like how to prioritize it why they should prioritize it and what it's going to do to them yeah for sure so with protein, I think that there is a lot of misinformation on both sides, like people that say you need way too much, people that say you need way too little. But the fact of the matter is, if you're someone who has um, like 
fitness-based goals, you do need to be eating higher protein than someone who like doesn't really work out, doesn't really care mm-hmm. about their body composition. Um, so if like you look at the back of a nutrition label and you see like the percent daily percentage of protein, like I think you, I think they say that you need only like 50 grams of protein a day, um, on like percent daily value, which, um, is probably true to like stay alive, you know, and like maintain the basic bodily functions. But if you are resistance training or being active or you want, um, a leaner body composition, you're going to need to be eating more protein than that. Um, as far as like the exact grams of how much you need to be eating. Um, it's a little tricky for me to give like a blanket, you know, recommendation. That's something we teach you how to, how to calculate for yourself in MS. but one kind of good rule of thumb that we can follow to make sure that you're not too high or too low is one gram per pound of your ideal body weight. So for example, Mm -hmm. if someone's like 200 pounds and they, um, their goal weight, or they feel like they would be healthy and, you know, in good shape at 150, then maybe eating 150 or a bit lower than that is going to be a good place to start. So I would say one gram per pound of your, your ideal body weight max, you don't need to go anywhere above that. Um, and you could definitely go a bit below that because I think I see a lot of people saying like one gram per pound of body weight. And unless you're an extremely lean, extremely active person, that's going to be like way too much. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of my recommendation on protein. And as far as getting enough in, that's something that, uh, the women we work with have a hard time with sometimes. And the biggest advice I give is always build your meals around your protein. Meaning when you're thinking, what am I going to have for breakfast? Mm -hmm. Always choose your protein source first, figure out what your lean source of protein is going to be, whether that's like egg whites, Greek yogurt, um, protein pancakes or scoop of protein in your smoothie or whatever it is. Um, and Mm -hmm. same thing for like lunch and dinner. And just if you kind of prioritize protein and chip away at it throughout the day, it's going to be a lot easier to hit kind of your requirements. That's awesome. Yep. Okay. My last and favorite pillar that you have is the Mm, shine pillar. (laughs) My favorite. (laughs) Okay. Jumping in. There's this term that we call lack of motivation that people like Mm -hmm. to use a lot Mm -hmm. as an excuse or maybe something they think is is a valid, you know, reasoning for anything. But regardless, Mm -hmm. lack of motivation is one of often the biggest struggles, I think, for us when it comes to staying consistent. So just Mm -hmm. what is the deal here? Yeah. Okay. So real talk, telling it to you straight, motivation is kind of a lie. Like people kind of lean on motivation and that is like, that's like trusting your flaky friend. That's like always late and never shows up, right? Like they're (laughs) never there when you need them. That's motivation. And when they're there, it's awesome and it's really fun, but you can't trust it. Meaning that you cannot rely on motivation to carry you to your goals because you're not always going to feel like doing the things that need to be done in order to get there, right? Like any goal is that is actually going to move your life forward is going to be something outside of your comfort zone and is going to be something that's going to require hard work and require you to show up when you don't feel like it. Um, Mm -hmm. And so if we're always waiting for motivation to show up, we're missing a lot of opportunities to move the needle closer to where we want to be. So I think one of the biggest mindset shifts that we're always teaching people in MS is like you can't wait for motivation and like motivation doesn't actually matter that much. 
Um, and it's more so about habits and discipline and making the right choices easy. Like we harp on making the right choice easy so, so much because our environment and like the way we set our lives up is essentially like sculpts the landscape of our, our behaviors and our beliefs. So we basically teach everyone how to reach their goals without needing motivation. However, we also have a very different and effective um, method of goal setting that we teach that gives you a sense of motivation that's more so it's not like that quick spark that you feel a lot like in the new year you probably felt a spark of motivation to make a big change because that's like the energy that's in the air Um, but like any spark it's you know it's dramatic but it fades quickly whereas the motivation that women get from our like our goal setting in week one um, Mm -hmm. is kind of that like glowing ember. You know what I mean? Because they find out their true why and like their their deepest desire for how they want their life to look. And that's something that's not going to be necessarily as flashy or sexy or shiny Mm -hmm. as like the spark of motivation, but it lasts and you can learn how to access that and tap into it at any time because it's going to stay there, right? Because we get really clear on um, your true why. So that's my that's my rant on uh, motivation. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. The next thing too that I love that you talk a lot about is confidence. Mm-hmm. And what is one of the biggest mindset or confidence misconceptions that you see in women that you work yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest misconception is like, I will be confident when. Like it's like having a confidence finish line um, instead of realizing that confidence is part of the process, not an end result. Um, and so women think like, oh, if I can just push through this physical process of like working out and eating better. And even if I hate myself during this process, the result is going to make me confident. But I, I've probably said this 500 times on this podcast, but you cannot get a positive result from a negative process. Meaning if you're trying to hate yourself confident, that just like mathematically does not compute. It doesn't work. Um, And so if you're trying to motivate yourself from a place of self-hate or unworthiness or trying to fix yourself, um, that's not going to equate to confidence in the end, no matter how hard you try or how much you change. So we are constantly working on building and creating unshakable confidence during the process that doesn't rely on the way that your body looks. Of course, we all feel amazing and like we all feel it gives us a leg up when we feel really great in our bodies in terms of confidence but you can be confident without like loving the way that your body looks and I've like I've had to practice that with my like autoimmune diseases and like hormone imbalances and stuff and that's how I really learned it Mm -hmm. is like okay if my body is not gonna like respond to me right now and realistically I can't do anything to like get out of this uncomfortable place physically how can I find confidence mentally and emotionally um and so Mm -hmm. that is what we teach people to tap into so that you can feel confident in the body you're in right now while also working towards the body that you like desire and feel like reflects who you are um and And yeah, and it allows you to work towards that place and that physique from a place of love and just like honoring, um, honoring your desires and like trying to create a better life rather than from a place of like hatred and lack and um, just like hating what you look at, hating what you see in the mirror. Um, Because again, that never creates a positive result if you have a negative process. Yeah, I think one of the keywords you use there too is life. 
And with that too, like it's not just about your body. And so what are some of the other positive ripple effects that you see when these women start prioritizing their wellness and their health in the right ways? So Mm. is it tended, you know, relationships, their work performance, then overall quality of their life, like we're saying? Yeah, this is like one of my favorite parts in Movement or Shine because no one really joins expecting to have these these results um like people don't join because they think it's going to get them a raise at work but every single round we have people be like I got permission or I got a new job I got a raise or um I got a like I got asked on a date by this really cute guy or whatever or like my relationship with my husband has never been better or like the my sex life is great right now like there's so many things Mm -hmm. that happen when you start a taking better care of yourself and b start doing this inner work that allows you to show up um, as an upgraded version of yourself, right? Like when we are taking care of ourselves, when we're keeping the promises that we make to ourselves, um, and when we are doing that inner work on like self-awareness and identity and boundaries and communication, like all of that stuff has a huge ripple effect into just everything. The way that you show up, the way your energy feels when you walk into a room, like people become magnetic when they do this work and people become like a glowing, literally shining version of themselves. And that's like, we do a highest self visualization, um, in week three. That's like one of the most woo woo things that we do in MNS, but people freaking love it. Like every single time people are like, well, I sobbed. <laughs> um, yeah. and it's just even if they're not crying too. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the most beautiful thing because people realize how much potential they have inside of them and who they could be if they show up for this work. Um yeah. and how different just their presence will be as they go through this process and it's it's such a crazy um but like of course that would happen um transformation that people go through and it's so far beyond just like changing the way that you eat and you work out and um, what you think when you look in the mirror, it's everything. Well, dang. <laughs> Mic drop. That's like, yeah. That's like the best way to finish this. Honestly. That's, that's moving or shine y'all. If you have not applied yet and if you're a fan of this podcast and if you like these solo episodes, if you like the things that I talk about on the show, you are going to absolutely love move nourish. And like, oh like our podcast yeah. lis- listeners are without a doubt the best fit out of like anywhere I have an audience for Move Nourish Shine because you already are someone who is ambitious. You like to learn. You like to absorb new knowledge and find different ways that you can upgrade your life. And that is absolutely what MNS is all about. Mm-hmm. Plus, we have an incredible community, two amazing support coaches, weekly group coaching calls. Um, accountability check-ins and just so much more weekly workshops, the workouts, the nutrition guidelines, literally everything that you could need to have the transformation that you are craving for 2020. And I just have to say, if you're currently thinking, this sounds awesome, but I'll have to wait until next time. Find a way to make it happen. Find a way to make this work, whether that is watching less Netflix so you have time to be a part of it or uh, cutting back on your Starbucks or your eating out so that you can afford this because you, if you dedicate the next eight weeks to yourself and becoming a better you, you will be years ahead, right? Eight weeks of focus and dedication to this process can give you like a quantum leap of years ahead. And I would hate for us to get 
months down the road, next time Move Nourish Shine opens, you say next time again. Um, and it's just not who you want to be showing up as in the world. So don't be the next time person. Be the this is my time person. And no. we would love to see you inside. So all you have to do to apply is head to movenourishshine.com, submit your application. We also just added a new payment option that spreads out your investment over four months. Um, so it's our most valuable but most affordable program ever. So check it out. Submit your application. Yeah. We start on Monday, January 20th. Um, and don't be shy to DM me on the gram if you have any specific questions because I'm here to help. Go slide in. That's all I have to say. <laughs> slide in. All right, guys. Enough rambling. If you guys liked this episode, be sure to cop a screenshot, throw it up on your Instagram story and tag me. Let me know what you got out of it so that I can see what's really resonating with you, what I should speak into even more. Um, And I would love to just thank you for tuning in as well, because we are ever so grateful, aren't we, Kels? We are ever so grateful. So keep working hard. Keep getting that mindset on fleek because with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything Anything is possible, possible, my friends. Thank you guys so much for spending your time with me on the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm so happy that we were able to hang out and share some good vibes today. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take one second to share this episode with someone who you think would love it. And please leave the show or view on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of. It would really help me out on my mission to educate and empower women to become their very best selves and create more content that you're going to love. Thank you again for listening and supporting the show. And until next time, don't forget to grind and be grateful, my friends.